Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Palmer bet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Four points uh, might not seem like a lot if you're a, a passive basketball fan, but they did get a touch-up um, by a substantial margin from the Utah Jazz did OKC today. So when you look at it in context, uh, he also had the equal team high assist with three assists and he had a team high 10 rebounds. He's... Um, been a bit of a, uh, a record breaker today, has Josh Giddy The most uh, rebounds for a Thunder player on debut and the first Australian to lead the rebounds for their team on debut. Uh, so it was a record-breaking day for Josh. And to do it against a guy that has been like a mentor to him in Joe Ingles, who had a very, very good day as well, four from seven from outside the arc, 14 points from him as the Thunder did it, uh, the Jazz did it comfortably, 107 to 86 uh, over the Thunder. Um, would have been really special. They embraced at the end, and, and, and Josh spoke about after the game the fact that uh, it's Joe that um, would stay up till 3 a.m. Uh, on a lot of nights to, to watch, a lot of mornings, 3 a.m. in the morning, to watch Josh's NBL games to be able to provide him with some feedback and some advice. So, um, that's quite serendipitous to be able to have done it uh, against a, a guy who he sees as a mentor. And, and this is the moment that he scored his first NBA bucket. Push the ball up the floor. It's a tough Utah defense to go up against when it's set and it's giddy. A nice glide to the rim. Nice glide for the rim. Just put it up. Um, over Rudy, over Rudy Gobert after he put the move uh, on Bogdanovich. And then his, uh, his second bucket, by the way, uh, so he scored twice, uh, two of seven from the field, but his second bucket was actually over. A little teardrop over Joe Ingles as well, which was a nice moment. And uh, some of those, a couple of those assists too uh, were very, very slick in, in the dish that was given. Uh, and we spoke to, uh, we've spoken to Warwick Giddy, NBL legend, uh, a few times on the show. Uh, we spoke to him after Josh got drafted. We spoke to him after a couple of the preseason games. Uh, and we locked in a date to speak to him. Uh, the very first chance we got after Josh debuted, and he's been good enough to jump on the line again. Uh, Warwick Giddy, hello to you, mate. Yeah, g'day, Sam. Great to be here, mate. What was that like today? Oh, fantastic. Um, you know, we're, I think we were, we were clearly more nervous than Josh. And, um, you know, you talk about that first shot, I, I think we really might have scared him into shooting that one early. And, uh, you know, thankfully it came off the off the, the hands nicely and, uh, you know, went through the bucket for his first two points. How was he feeling before the game? How, how close to tip-off were you able to speak to him? Oh, look, I sent him a couple of text messages. I didn't want to disturb him on game day. and um, But talked to him, you know, the day before. And um, he was probably more excited than anything. I think, you know, just with the, the last couple of months, missing the summer league with, with his uh, ankle injury, just being able to get on the court, play those first few pre-season games, uh, he, he was chopping at the bit just to get out there. So he was probably more excited than anything and just, just keen to play with those superstar guys around him. What was the response in the living room, yourself and Kim, watching today when he scored that first bucket? 
Yeah, it'll probably release more than anything. Um, you know, it's always tough when you when you try to get your first basket, and if you miss a couple, the ring gets smaller and smaller. So probably just more relief for, for Josh, uh, monkey off his back, and and then he could get into the groove of the game. But um, you know, as I said a year ago, we wouldn't have thought we'd been in this position. And the second one, you would have had a, a nice little chuckle about that, given it was over Joe. Yeah, definitely. I thought Joe was nice not to block it. Um, you know, did, did, did the right brotherly thing there, the Aussie thing. And uh, no, it was a nice little touch. So, uh, yeah, I'm sure Joe, Joe was in no danger of losing. So it was all right if Josh scored a couple on him. Um, what did you make of his performance overall, uh, Warwick? Can you, can you take, uh, and I know you can, take the dad hat off and put the basketball hat back on? What did you, what did you make of his game? It certainly didn't look overawed at all. looked really calm and, and at ease. Yeah, I thought he, thought he had, had a really solid performance first up. But, you know, there's always going to be a lot of nerves, a lot of people, uh, a lot of eyeballs on him, and, and obviously the opposition trying to take it at the young kids. So I thought he handled himself quite well. He probably just didn't have the ball in his hands maybe as much as, as he was hoping. Um, you know, maybe that's been something down the track that he's got to work on and been a lot better off the ball and, and uh, I suppose being a, um, being a factor in, in the offence there. So... Sometimes without the ball in his hands, he can get a little bit lost, it seems, offensively. But, um, you know, to come up with 10 rebounds, to do something unexpected, um, you know, listen to the commentator saying, do something that people mightn't expect you to do and to, to have 10 rebounds on debut and to get a club record, I think, for that was uh, just outstanding. They're a really young team, uh, OKC. They're, this is a, the first stage of a, a massive rebuild. Um, gone are the days of, of Kevin Durant. Um, gone are the days... Uh, of the triple-double king, uh, who's now at uh, the LA Lakers in Russell Westbrook. It's a really young side. One thing that I noticed, Warwick, and I'm curious as to whether you did too, he, Josh has always struck me as like the quarterback who knows every single play off the top of his head. So I reckon there was a few times where they got to, went to set the offense. He puts the first piece of it in motion, went to where he was supposed to go to get it back or in the, or where he was supposed to be in the chain, and it never got there in the end. So I just reckon I watched him a couple of times where the rest of his team may not have been exactly on the same page, just young, nerves, there's a couple of first gamers in there. Did that strike you that maybe they weren't quite executing? Yeah, definitely. It's, it's funny you mentioned that, too, and I observed the same thing, and it, it almost seemed like the game is very selfish in the States, and, and what you got to understand, I think, with the NBA, is the, the colour, the amount of money that the players are getting paid and their abilities, and... Um, you know, sometimes those players are out there, they pay the big bucks, they're expected to take the ball and, and really take it on and do it themselves. But, you know, hopefully Josh can, can introduce a, um, you know, let's make the, the next bloke, let's make the players around us better. And I, I think he has such an unselfish attitude. Hopefully it becomes contagious with the team where they, they, they throw that extra pass and really just look for the open player rather than the superstar. Couple of those dimes he dropped were very, very nice though, Warwick. A couple of the passes, the pick and roll one especially uh, into the paint. Um, that there was just some really, couple of really slick moments. Yeah, he has a really, really good read on the on the pick and rolls. I think that's one of his strengths offensively. And I was surprised they didn't didn't run it more, especially um, on, in the isolation on, on the sidelines. But um, yeah, he comes off that on ball really well, can make some great decisions. And I think with the NBA court being a little bit better, he's going to have a lot more room to move and um, you know, it should make life a lot easier for him. Have you or Kim been able to speak to him since uh, since the game concluded? 
No, nah, we just, just had a couple of text messages with him. Uh, they were jumping on the plane, I think, and going straight to Houston. So we'll try and touch base with him tomorrow. But, you know, from the couple of messages, I think he was first frustrated of, um, you know, the fact that he was in the corner a lot of the time and, and, and was playing off the ball. So I think that's something that the team's going to have to work out and he's going to have to work out also. Yeah, it seemed like it, it was... I don't know. I don't want to say that it was there wasn't a, a method to it, but the amount of times it looked like he was going from the one spot to the two spot, and and it seemed to change almost too frequently. They, they didn't seem to run any run any offensive sets in a row almost uh, at times in that game with the ball it in his like hand. Very, yeah, it definitely seems like a very generic flowed offense where um, you know everyone does a bit of everything. And, uh, you know, they'll have first and secondary ball handlers and, and different people to, to start the offense. And then, obviously, when when it comes off of a handoff, you know, there's that secondary ball handler or point guard. And Josh, Josh found himself in that spot a lot. And, and a lot of times when he was in the first spot, that handoff, he never really saw it back again. So, you know, it's ball movement, it's off the ball movement. So, you know, they've got, they're a young team, as you said, and they've got a lot of things to work on not only offensively, but defensively as well. Warwick, last time we spoke, you mentioned his big buff hair, uh, which I found quite ironic given that when I Google your name, <laughs> a, a mane of hair is on display with the headband, by the way, which puffs it out even more. Are you just disappointed that he's not rolling the headband with the uh, with the long locks that he's sporting at the moment? Absolutely. I, you know, I've offered that, that red headband for years to him. You know, with, uh, tip off the old block with his hair, but, uh, but he definitely won't accept the headband. That's just, Well, because they can wear red's part of their colour scheme almost. Surely he could, uh, as a little homage to the old man, throw one on. Well, well if the coach is anything like, like me, he's going to get frustrated when the, the amount of times Josh flicks that hair out of his eyes. And I think sooner or later, they're going to insist that he wears a headband or gets a haircut. So... Something's going to be happening in the pipeline, I think. I, uh, I thought it was – I noticed that he and Joe embraced uh, after the game, and he did mention, you know, what Joe ha- – ha- the time that Joe's put in. But can you take us a little bit deeper into that and the role that um, that, that Joe has played? You, you and I have spoken about this before, about as a dad, and you've got one of the great uh, NBL careers, Kim as well, fantastic basketball career at the highest level. Um, there's only so much you can say as mum and dad. But so other names and other people like Andrew Gaze have come in to to help guide as well, um, and and Joe Ingalls has has been one of those people too. Take us inside that relationship. Yeah, Joe's been absolutely fantastic. Uh, he reached out to Josh, I think, when he first went to the Global Academy uh, and sort of started to make some inroads. And you know, not only Joe, there's been a few of the Boomers guys, you know, Paddy Mills, uh, Delhi, that's also reached out to him. But you know, Joe more so, and you know. Josh really looks up to him. He loves the way he plays. He sees some really similarities um, mm. in, in their game styles. And um, as I said, you know, just being able to play against Joe first game would have been a dream come true for Josh. Um, just a pity he didn't win it. But And to have the bragging rights over Joe. But, uh, yeah, you couldn't speak more highly of, of the work Joe's done with him uh, as a mentor off the court. Their journeys are pretty similar too, Warwick, which I like. You, you, you're right about the comparisons about their body shape and the, and the way that they play, how fluid they both are, the basketball IQ, it's all there. And, and we see that Josh is really developing that three-point shot. But their journeys are pretty similar. They're both NBL Rookie of the Years. Neither of them went to college. They, they came through Australia to get to where they are now, which, um, which is, again, great endorsement for the league, but another similarity in their path. Yeah, Joe was probably just a bit unlucky that um, that America was behind the times when he came through mm. and uh, didn't realise his potential until sort of five or six years later. But uh, thank God they have realised his potential. But but definitely the NBL Next Stars was 
was a major stepping stone for Josh, you know, and you know, I take my hat off to, to Larry Kesselman and, and uh, Jeremy Lolliger for, for what they've been able to achieve with, with the Next Stars program and, and make it a direct pathway for these young kids to, to have an opportunity to go to the NBA like Josh and like Lamello Ball. So, yeah, def, definitely on the same pathway as Joe. Um, as I said, Joe's just a bit unfortunate. All the things weren't in place when he was around that are now. Well, the commentary with uh, the commentary team were quite complimentary of Josh. I, I was getting frustrated because when he had the most involvement, they were in the middle of an in- they they do mid game interviews. Uh, the the boss Adam Silver was there, and they cut away to him too often. I was getting frustrated with that, um, but they certainly were complimentary of the way he played. And uh, the other little thing I noticed was that uh, Dwayne Wade was courtside. I think he's got an ownership stake in the Jazz now, so to have him front row for your first game is a pretty pretty cool thing as well. How do you guys feel now? Is it is it more more relief from you now that the first one is out of the way? Can you just maybe enjoy the ride a little bit more now? Yeah, I think so. Now that he's settled in, he's played his first game. and Obviously, those practice games were, were probably more of a relief for the club and the organisation. The fact that they were able to, to have someone on show that was their number six pick, a uh, pretty high draft pick, and, and the fact that he was able to play and, and, and wasn't as hopeless as maybe they were as, as the crowd or the, or the fans were expecting. So, Relieved that he's got that first game out. I think Josh will be relieved also the fact that he's been able to score and contribute, although not to a win. But um, you know, funny you should say about that organisation and the stars down there watching it. And um, you know, I'm, I'm sure he was trying to put on a show for uh, for Dwayne today. Uh, before I let you go, Warwick, what's how are the club managing him in terms of the public image and the public profile? Uh, obviously, to be a high draft pick, there comes a fair bit of attention with that, especially at a club that and a franchise that is now very much at the laying the groundwork for the rebuild. They're at the architect's uh, office um, at the moment. How much are they pushing him out into the public? Is he doing a ton of media? Is he doing a heap of appearances? Or do they sort of hold him close uh, for a little while longer yet. What's that like for him? Well, I think they're, they're really showcasing the four young kids that they, they took in this year's draft. And um, and obviously with Shea Gilgis Alexander being a superstar and Lou Dort, you know, another, another great player. Um, the, the rookies are really on show, I think, for the public and, and to show them that this is what we're going with for our rebuild. So, um, you know, the fact that I haven't been there probably for the last month, um, I, I really don't know how much media he's been doing, but obviously Australia's loving him, has picked up on, on, on everything that he's doing. So that's been a real bonus for him. But you know, I think they'll really try and, and, and get those young kids. And being Australian in America, he'll definitely have some flavour over there and people will love him. Yeah, well, it's it's another step, and it's a it's a pretty significant one in what we're hoping is a, an incredible journey, and it's a, a proud day for for him, for for you guys, for the country as well. You've been so generous with uh, sharing it with us. Uh, I really appreciate it, Warwick. Thanks so much. Hey, anytime, Sam, and uh, many thanks, and uh, an appreciation for all the support that you guys give, Josh. Uh, he's a very good man, isn't he, Warwick Giddy, uh, Father of Josh, he and Kim, uh, watching today uh, that little piece of history for the Giddy family as Josh plays his first NBA game with the Oklahoma City Thunder. It took him at pick six in uh, the last NBA draft. And then uh, no time to rest. They're off to Houston straight away. Uh, the next game for OKC. And I'll give you the details of that so you can maybe uh, set your calendar to have a look at... Um, the next big thing in Australian basketball. And uh, if you haven't had a look at that game, go back and watch. Don't, don't have a look at the stat line. Just have a look at the, have a look at his demeanour. Um, he's playing a, a pretty substantial side in, in the Utah Jazz who were favoured to, to go well into the playoffs. Did not look overawed, did not look uh, anxious, 
looked right at home in the environment. He's um, he, he, it was great to watch. The stat line might not tell you a lot. Obviously, set records with the the rebounds, but to actually go and have a look at the game and 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 look at how he handled himself will give you every confidence in the world that this is just the start of something really special. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato, and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.